Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Today, 77 WABC is celebrating Asian American Pacific Islanders Heritage Month all day long. 77 WABC is celebrating Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And we are so excited to have actor Sendel Ramamurthy join us today. Sendel, it's very nice to meet you. Great to meet you too, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Of course. Now, where are you located? Are you, are you LA? I'm New York. Oh, well, that's so fun. So am I. We are on. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, okay. I did not realize this. So we should have had you in studio. Man, next time. Next time. Yes, next I'll time. Okay, perfect. And you just had a birthday. Happy birthday. I did. Thank you so much. Yeah, yesterday. Yes. Yesterday I had a, had a, had a birthday and uh, got to, um, I, I did, we just did a little uh, grilling outside. I, I fired up the grill since it was so nice and uh, yes. picked up some steaks. It was very good. Oh, that's so nice. And I I looked up your age. I'm not going to say it, but I thought you were 30 years old. You look so well, young. Oh, my gosh. I feel 60. Wait. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so me too. I don't really sleep at night. I have a two-year-old that sleeps on my head, basically, um, and kind of kicks I've my neck. There. So, yeah, I know. I actually thought I was the best mom in the world when I had my daughter, and she sleeps in her own room, and it's great. And then I had a, a boy, and I was like, wow, this is what it's like. Okay, makes sense. The boys are a lot, especially with their moms. Oh, my gosh. You're telling me. I did not realize this. And it's funny. My daughter's like me. Like, I I don't want to say, like, we're cold because I'm not a cold person, but I'm, I guess I'm icier. I don't need, you know, I don't need that. Uh, I don't need the cuddles. I don't need any of that. But, man. It's also, like, because she, because I'm the same situation. My daughter's the older one and my son is the younger one. Yes. And I just find that my daughter is, like, way more self-sufficient. Yeah, <laughs> you know? No, you're right. It's it's a girl thing. And every time I try to explain something to my son, you know, I'm like, you know what? He's a caveman. He doesn't get it yet. But she did it at age two. So it just kills me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, how old are your kids? Uh, I have a 13-year-old boy and a 15, soon to be 16 year old girl. Okay, wow. All right, so they, they wipe their own ass, so it's fine. <laughs> Not yes, my kids, no, that's yeah. all, We're well past that, which is a, a blessing and a half. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, no, that's the, uh, that, God, I don't, I don't envy you. No, trust me. <laughs> trust me. So after um, being quarantined with two, any thought about a third was literally out the window. And I feel really guilty saying that, but I just feel like I'm going to keep it real. Um, like, no, I, no, 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 yeah, no. I didn't have kids. To take care of them by myself all the time. <laughs> no, you guys, you, listen, you get the boy, you get the girl. Like, what more do you want? Exactly. Like, exactly. You got one of each and you're done. Yes. Now, let's talk about Never Have I Ever season two. That is coming out in July, right? In July. Okay. Yeah. So, no. We don't have the exact date, but it's in July. Okay. But no spoilers. But what do we have to look forward to for this season? Um, you have, uh, you see a lot more of, um, Davy, uh, Maitreyi Ramakrishnan's character. Yes. Her school life. You see mm-hmm. a lot more, obviously, for all of the, uh, Team Paxton, Team Ben people, there, there's plenty of that. Okay. Uh, that actually kind of develops a lot more. 
Um, and there's also a, a new character who's introduced, a, um, a new girl who kind Ooh. of turns into school and uh, kind of turns into like a bit of a rival for, for Davey. And they have a, a really interesting dynamic that's actually really fun. They, they, they play really well off of each other. Anisha is the, the actress's name. She's wonderful. Um, and uh, pretty much everybody... I'm trying to think if there's anybody who doesn't return from the first season. Um, okay. As, as far as I can remember, like, everybody's back. Everybody's so back great. in some capacity. Oh, my gosh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And when did you guys shoot this? Was it pre-pandemic or was it during? St- uh, no, it, w- it was supposed to start pre-pandemic and mm-hmm. got pushed. Right. And uh, I flew out there. They, they started fi- filming in January, like mm-hmm. middle of January. I went out in February, uh, beginning of February, like two weeks after they started and was there through the end. Uh, so we finished shooting, I think, the third week of March. Oh, wow. So, and this is, this is just random, but I just, I love to hear family dynamics sometimes. So you, you left, but your family stayed back in New York because I assume your kids have school. They had school. Yeah. Yeah. So, so your wife, like, she just, you know, handles it at home. She's, she's like, uh, you know, unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, she is used to holding down the fort because um, I'm gone. Yeah, your schedule is a lot. Yeah, my husband, he used to travel a lot for work and I would say it's it's hard on me with like the little kids. So there is some, there used to be a little bit of resentment, I guess, but now I'm kind of like, it is what it is. He can't help it. It's, you know, it's whatever, you know, but we're human. There's a hundred percent, like there's definitely, I I know that feeling. Yes. The resentment. Yes, you get me, you get me. Um, But you know, there's also so like you know, I I feel hugely guilty every time yeah. I go away. You know, it's right. just uh, it's awful. I mean, especially when the kids were like much smaller. Because now, like, they don't want to hang out with us. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. we're, we're, but like when they were like, you know, like your kids' age, like right. two, three, four, five years old, that was really hard. That yes. was really hard when I had to go away during during that. Age. Yes, that's what I was. That's kind of what I was thinking. My kids are two and five, so. <laughs> but no, right. and that's the thing. It's like I know that you know my husband's going to provide. You know what I mean? Like I get it. I'm not, I'm obviously you know intellectually I know, but then you're kind of sitting there. And you're like, oh my gosh, like you're up again for like the 80th time, and like my husband's sleeping soundly in a hotel room. I'm like, f you, man. Um, but no, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, I had to um, I had to quarantine when I went to L. A. I had to quarantine in the hotel for two weeks before I started shooting. So I couldn't leave. And it was just like food was delivered to my door. And I... I made oh the God. huge mistake of like slightly complaining about it on the phone. <laughs> and she's like, you're complaining about being in a five star hotel and having room service. Like, I'm crying. Yeah. I'm like, literally crying. Like, no. no. I was okay. like, yeah, I didn't think, I did not game this one out very well. Like, that was. Very oh my God. Wait, you're my killing me. You're killing me. But also, you are actually the third actor I have spoken to about this who had to be quarantined um, for two weeks before shooting and actually the other people I've spoken to you are not alone they they both were like in really bad places from being in that room so you are not far off my mind yes that's I what was said. losing my mind yes the cast the cast would come and mm. they came to the lobby and they would wave to me <gasps> and I'd stand out over by the elevator bank no and I would wave at them. That's, like it was 
so sad. That's like so, that's like kind of rude of them. I'd be like, all right, F you guys, like move along. I know you guys are free. No, but- I like oh. wanted to see someone. <laughs> okay. Like, like come to the hotel and like yell at me across the lobby. Oh man. Yeah, no, one guy I talked to, he said the first week was kind of like a vacation. Then he said the last three days he uh, almost lost his mind. So I was like, yeah, that, that sucks. Um, I cannot even imagine. I would go crazy. I 100% would go crazy. So yeah, you're you're no, strong, but that's funny. Your wife is so funny. Um, now, why do you think that Never Have I Ever is an important show to the AAPI community? I know I really switched gears there, but <laughs> no, no. Listen, it's it's because of representation. I cannot tell you. I'm actually I'm I'm talking to you from a park right now. Um, I work out with my trainer in a park, and while I was working out, this like. Indian mom with her daughter came up to me and they recognized me from the show and told me how awesome it was to see Indians on screen, a family Mm. represented and not portrayed in like some kind of like ridiculous comedic stereotypical thing. And that's the answer to your question right there. That's why it's so important because people need to see themselves represented on screen. And I think that that's that's the thing that I'm certainly the most proud of. I think I can speak for everybody involved with the show. Um, mm-hmm. That that's the thing that we're we're the, the most proud of is that we're able to represent you know Indians and Indian Americans in mm-hmm. in a not you know not this negative stereotypical way. Um, and it's uh, it's 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 been so refreshing and like the the you know, the comments you get from social media and stuff, just people are so excited. Um, and, and they're just, they're, they're shocked. They're literally shocked. Yeah. They're, they're, we've never seen this before. And that's what it was like the first season being on set was looking around and just seeing like all these brown people. Like for me, I've been doing this for 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's the first time that's ever happened. Like, a lot wow. of the directors were Indian. A lot of the writing uh, writing um, staff was Indian. Like yeah. it was, it was just so cool to see. And Mindy and Lang also, they like you know they champion women as well. So we have mm-hmm. so many women directors and and women writers. It's been just kind of. A, a really amazing experience. I love. I really love hearing that, and I. That's something I did not think about. Um, what you said when you said we we are on screen and we are not acting ridiculous, like a ridiculous stereotype per se. That's 100%. so interesting yeah. to me. I did not even think about that. Um, so, just piggybacking off that, what do you want people to know about your culture and the AAPI culture in general? Just say you know it's it's. We are a segment. I know that population-wise, we're not um, like a massive segment of the population of the United States, but certainly economically, we are. And, um, you know, we're just part of the melting pot. Yes, we want to share our culture with everybody and, you know, have it be recognized. And But it's not, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes feel like, People who are of a different culture, different ethnicity, they want to spread that and mm-hmm. convert and, and, you know, all of this kind of thing. And that's just not what it's about. It's just like you, you just want it to be recognized as, listen, we have something to contribute. It's mm-hmm. not like a negative thing to have different cultures and different whatever, have religions and yes. different skin colors and different, um, you know, traditions. And all of that is a good thing. It's yeah. all a good thing. It's not a bad thing or a negative thing 
to have. And that's, for me, that's what I want people to recognize. We're not out here trying to, like, make everybody like us. That's not <laughs> the goal. Like, it's just mm-hmm. to, to share it. And I think, because I think it, enrich, you know, certainly when I'm exposed to other cultures that I'm not too familiar with, it enriches me. It, right. it educates me. It makes me smarter. It mm-hmm. makes me more worldly. And, and that's what I think that we can all take from all the different cultures that we're lucky enough to have in this country. Like, I think it's a blessing that mm-hmm. this place is a melting pot with so many different uh, people from all, every country you could possibly think of 100%. You know, represented in this country. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the, the main thing that I'd like people to, to take away. Well, and that's that's why I live in New York City, because of this. And, and you know, I, I'm a similar age to you, and I feel like... I don't know, when I was growing up, I was taught not to see color, right? That was just sort of how we were raised. Like, everybody's equal, we don't, you know, but now you, I don't know if you've experienced this, but after, you know, George Floyd, it was just very eye-opening for a lot of us as Americans and as as people, but, you know, all of a sudden, everyone's like, no, you need to teach your kids to see color and and for them to understand the hardships that other people have gone through um, and, and that we're not, we haven't always been equal. And so I'm like, okay, I get that. I don't necessarily know how I feel about that for like a five-year-old girl. I'm still struggling with it, to be honest. Um, but it's know, hard, I, I, right? Listen, that's t- especially with small kids. Yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, I was just listening to something where they were talking about, you know, climate change and, and, and mm. you know, the, 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 the pressure that we're under. And this, yeah. uh, this caller called in and was like, I, I believe in all of it. I just don't want to expose my four-year-old to it and freak her out. Yes. Because she's going to think the planet's going to end tomorrow. Yes. Like, you, you have to kind of, like, you know, as a mm-hmm. parent, I think you got, you have to make that decision on your own, like, right. where where you want to introduce these things to to children. And I think, you know, the younger you are, where you don't necessarily have to explain, like, this person got you know, murdered because yeah, of that. you don't yeah. need to get into Oof. those kind of details. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can you can certainly show your child like, hey, look, we're playing with this person from where Thailand or something. And right. how cool is that? Like, how uh, you know how much fun is that? So you know, you can do it in in in, in a way that's not kind of traumatizing. Well, for the child. yeah, and I think for me, and I don't know if you feel the same. I think it's all about culture. I would love to teach them about their culture rather than sort of what happened in the past. Even though I'll get to that, totally, I will get to that. But I think right at this young age, listen to me. I'm like, can you hear my therapist, Sundell? I know that's really not your job. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you yeah. Like, okay. No need to like bombard them at the age of three with, right. with everything. You yes, know, that's you gotta you gotta parse it out. Right. And so next year, my daughter will be going to a kindergarten um, on the Upper West Side that's very woke. So I kind of said to them, I'm a little scared for her to be introduced to the whole they thing. And they're like, they're cool though. They're like, oh, we're not going to introduce that until later. Like, you know what I mean? Like until they're at least, I don't know, maybe middle school age. I'm like, okay, thank God. Um, (laughs) Because that's the last thing I want for her to come home and be like, I don't really want to be a girl. I think I just want to be a nothing. I'm going to be like, all right then. Um, (laughs) I think I failed you as a mother. But um, can you, Sendil, can you tell me about a time that you faced discrimination and you were able to grow from it and how you did that? I'm trying, like, you know, in, in the acting world, especially when I was kind of, uh, you know, coming up, there, you know, there's, there just weren't a lot of, uh, you know, Indian actors going out, 
you know, going out. And, and when you would walk into auditions, there was definitely a feeling of, you know, you're here, go ahead and read, but you don't have a shot in hell at this because there's no mm-hmm. way they're casting somebody non-white. And wow. the, the, the number of times that uh, I would, you know, put like a friend on, on tape for an audition and I'd be, you know, reading, reading with him and I'd think, God, you know, this, this, this role is totally not ethnically specific at all. Like, right. there's no reason why I can't play, you know, this lawyer or this businessman or whatever it happened to be. And yeah. uh, I call up my agent, and uh, the, the, this is the, the code, the response that I got for years. I'm talking like 10, 12, 15 oh, years. Oh, Jesus, what is was, it? <laughs> we're, we're, we're not looking to go in that direction. Mm. And what that means is we got to cast a white person. Wow. Um, that was always, that, that was the, the terminology that was kind of used throughout. That, me, that would really piss me off. Sorry to interrupt you, but that would really bother it, me. Yeah. It really, really irritated me. Mm-hmm. It, and it still does. It yeah. still does. They changed the lingo now. I don't, I don't know even know what they use now. I mean, they, listen, things have gotten a lot better, uh, you know, since right. when I first came out of drama school. Still have a long way to go. But um, yeah. that used to literally just wreck me every yeah. time to, to the point where my agents stopped, like, saying stuff. They were just oh, like, no, it's like, yeah, we, could, we, we couldn't get you in. But we're gonna we're gonna get you in on something else. Like I was always with representatives mm-hmm. that understood where I was coming from, believed that I could play these parts, and didn't stop fighting, didn't wow. stop submitting, and just kind of like beating the door down. So right. I'm, you know, I've been very lucky in that sense. That's great, and I'm I'm sorry that that you know you had to deal with that because it's just. <laughs> being an actor is hard enough. It's almost like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, you know, how do you process someone just saying, oh, I don't like the way you look. Okay, let me just leave and process that for a minute. <laughs> As yeah. a human I mean, being, like, right? right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Acting, like, being a white, cisgendered male yes. actor is hard enough. Like, that's yes. hard enough. Right. But on top of it all, it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, my God, come on. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah. it, it, I, I grew from it, though. It made me tough. Like, I have tough skin now mm-hmm. i have tough skin like say what you want yeah like, bring it on like, i like I'm, that I'm, it's nothing nothing's gonna phase me now that, I've, you know I've what 12 years of kind of like scar tissue <laughs> that that's sexy <laughs> i like that that is a really good way to look at everything so um Sendel, thank you so much this has been so lovely and and just so so wonderful to speak with you um yeah, you are, you're a fantastic actor and clearly a fantastic person. So I cannot oh, wait. Thank you so much. Yeah, to follow your career. And I'm so excited for season two of Never Have I Ever.